Hey there. Now, if you have ever gotten worried that all of your spiritual connection, your spiritual experiences may make you end up feeling more disconnected um, from reality, from your material life, your physical world, then today's chat um, is definitely uh, something you need to stay tuned for and to listen up. If you're a mentor, coach, trainer, yogi or healer and you sense there is more to your path and this universe for you to discover and you don't want to wait until you cross over to the other side to find out the answers, then you're in the right place. Using your intuition doesn't have to be vague, inconsistent, draining or filled with uncertainty. You don't need to be born in a family of psychics. You don't need crystals, pendulums, oracle cards, or years of meditation. What you need is a practical, structured methodology to access, understand, and use your natural, intuitive gift. I'm Desiree, a self-taught intuitive, and I've spent more than a decade helping purpose-driven souls heal karmic and ancestral patterns through various spiritual wellness therapies. I'm on a mission to help you align with your highest calling by mastering your soul's intelligence. And in this podcast, I will share how. So maybe you've experienced, you know, um, going to a spiritual retreat, a yoga retreat, perhaps um, having an amazing out-of-body experience, a shamanic journey, or, um, you know, maybe attending courses, um, Reiki courses, um, programs, workshops. Perhaps you've experienced a Reiki session, a crystal healing, or... um, a chakra healing or, you know, whatever that may be. Um, and you found that when you've come back, right, you've come back to the reality of life. Um, your family, your husband, your screaming kids, um, the car, car has broken down again, the cat has, I don't know, shat around or something. Um Uh, You still have the same, let's say, um, financial issues. Um, You're still unable to maybe sell the house or, you know, whatever it is that you're going through. Okay, so that's one possibility. So you almost come back to like real life and it hits you and it hits you hard, maybe even harder (laughs) than um, what it was like, you know, before, right? The other um, possibility is... If you've had these amazing spiritual journeys, spiritual experiences, and you find it um, difficult when you come back, right? Um, Maybe you're more irritated with people. Uh, Perhaps you feel lonely or, you know, even depressed because you, you know, let's say um, having to leave that plane of higher consciousness, um, perhaps that connection that you have um, with your intergalactic self or, you know, um, that connection with that 
soulmate or spirit guide or you know whatever right um and that so-called separation right um once you have um disconnected right um has left you just down in the dumps right how can we um, really gain that spiritual fulfillment um, without disconnecting from reality um, can this even be done <laughs> is it even possible so the most important thing to note and and you know I'm only here to really share my perspective you may or may not agree with me this is just how I see it um, but the most important thing to know is that your so-called spiritual life or spirituality is not separate from the rest of your life. And also that a spiritual experience is not equal or does not equal spiritual fulfillment. Um, and it will not equal spiritual fulfillment unless or until you truly integrate it. Until you truly integrate, apply embody everything that you've learned, all that you understand, right? Um, and what I mean is, look, for all of the retreats, okay, all the experiences that you've had, the courses that you've attended, uh, the amazing, you know, whether uh, involuntary or um, intentional, but the amazing, perhaps, you know, experiences that you've had, right? Um what is the point of all of that if it's not applied in a part of your life now, right? Um, and so understanding that you are not just this physical body, not just your brain and, you know, what you can see with your eyes, that the world is not just physical, is not just the physical data that's in front of you. Um, the world is seen and unseen, Right. Um, we have, you know, mind, body, heart, but also spirit, soul and, you know, beyond. What's beyond is everythingness and then nothingness. Right. Um, but understanding yourself, um, understanding your true nature, right, that you're more than just a physical self. Right. What is the point? And I said, again, what is the point in that? if you can't apply it to every single area of your life. Life and death. All of um, the choices that you make, the decisions, problem solving, um, your wins and your successes, as well as your failures, failures, your challenges, your problems, the things that really flow in life, the things that just seem to be stuck and you're you know, looping around. Uh, or you, you know, or, or the things that just keep looping, right? Um, when it comes to brainstorming, again, problem solving. When it comes to all the different areas of your life, right? Um, it's a wheel of life, as they say, and we sit right in the center of it. Okay, we're not, and what that means is, if if you were to split your life into all the different areas, so let's say work. Um, or career, or business, um, family, let's say friendships, uh, your social life, uh, your, um, I don't know, health and your uh, fitness perhaps, right? Uh, and, you know, 
all of us have sort of different sections in different areas, um, but we are the constant. We sit right in the middle and whatever affects us and whatever affects us in one area affects us all, right? But similarly, um, when you develop yourself spiritually, when you develop your inner self, your inner being, um, that will also trickle down or if you integrate, <laughs> that is meant to trickle down and have that um, huge ripple effect into all areas of your life, okay? If you're really applying yourself. So, um, you know, what, what do I mean? And, and, you know, some people might say, well, that's easy for you to say, you know, Desiree, you, the work that you do is, is already of that nature. You know, you're in, you know, wellness and, and you, you know, teach you know, whatever, you know, spiritual matter and so on. Uh, but the thing is, uh, I am the same as, as, as anyone else, right? And I think there is a commonality between all of us. Um, the, you know, apart from the, we all one and all of that, but, but really, I mean, the kind of things that we desire uh, in life, you know, peace, love, happiness, um, <laughs> uh, these are things which apply to all of us, Right. And we all have um, challenges in life too. But, you know, they're not always a problem, but they could be, right? Um, and, I mean, even if you talk about... So let's say you are in a corporate job and that seems to be like the furthest thing from spirituality, maybe, in your mind. It, it, you know, it, it isn't to me, um, but perhaps, right? I mean, are you working and living like the robot that's still stuck in the matrix a muggle or are you living with purpose and magic and uh, more right so I mean even when I was working in um, advertising for example you know I could see all of the spiritual messages unfold right you know before my eyes and in the trends that were coming out in um I mean I, I don't know give you an example like um before the huge shift right was it the 2012 shift um there was already all of this talk in spiritual circles about um this great um change transformation yes but you know transparency let's say um that was going to happen like a lot of lies will be exposed, things will be coming to the surface, um, um, power structures would fall, and all of that, right? And we could definitely see that happening in the world, right? I mean, even the um, whole emergence of social media and um, just, you know, instead of one central body holding all of the power, of course, this, again, <laughs> is subjective, um, but let's say people have a lot more platforms now to have a voice. Um, and so there is greater transparency because there's a, you know, there's a lot more ways we can get our information, right? Um, what, what else? I mean, there were things in, at work where we really couldn't crack, you know, we couldn't, we had to come up with, with you know, uh, we had to guess almost what some of our um, clients were um, 
you know what their expectations were because they wouldn't reveal that in in a in a in a pitch brief for example right um and so what would i do <laughs> I'll, at the time, I wasn't channeling and I um, didn't have as deep a connection as I do now. But, you know, I'd be using my pendulum. I'd be checking astrology. I'd be making sure that all grounds are covered, right? Um, and, you know, speaking of the transparency, the structures falling and all that, I mean, even if you study astrology, um, uh, or even if you didn't study it, if you just listen to the commentary that's around, um, the, the same trends are... Um, you know, being talked about from an astrological perspective as well, right? And really, <laughs> if you start examining all of the data, they all kind of all point to one place, right? Um, uh, it's universal, okay? Um, and, and I mean, you could name any anything, any problem, challenge, situation uh, in life in any area. And um, let's say you were... Uh, I don't know, maybe you you have had a house that has that's been on the market a long time and hasn't sold, right? And you don't understand why. It's in the best location. You have priced it at a um, really attractive price point, perhaps. Um, but then, you know, you keep having these people that come in and view the house and then they leave and no one has offered, right? Or maybe an offer came through and then it fell through. Um, so... You know, and then it just seems like, oh my goodness, it's like been six months. What do I do? Is there something wrong with the house? Um, and in every situation, you can look at the physical data, but there is always more. There's always something deeper. What about the energy of the house, right? Um, what about universal energy flow? So that would be, you know, um, feng, shui, feng shui practitioners. But energy workers could look at energy, spirits in the house, um, you know, the the spirit, uh, sorry, not the spirit, but the energy of the land that the house is built on. Like, there is so much more beyond what the eye can see, right? Um, take something maybe closer to our hearts, our relationships, right? Yes, you can look at everything, you know, physical. You can um, do the emotional work which I highly recommend, you can do the, um, you know, all of the inner self-development work. Um, you can make sure that you, let's say, have the right image, you dress right for the day and, and whatever. You can have all of this physical stuff in place, right? Um, what I mean is physical world, right? Um, but what about the deeper things? Let's say you end up marrying this person and you really thought that they were the one, but there's just so much like issues and problems, or maybe 20 years later, out of the blue, things just start exploding, right? They start act, like not acting like themselves, like completely uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic of who they, who you thought they were. Um, and, you know, that nothing makes sense, right? And again, you may look at the physical data that's around you, like, but everything is in place. Our life has been so stable. Um, my partner and I uh, have everything that we want. We've got our family, our kids. I, um, you know, financially we're stable. We have a beautiful house. Like, just what could possibly be wrong? Um, 
So yeah, there's always something deeper that you can um, explore and understanding yourself as a spiritual being as more than just physical means uh, having the awareness to examine these other things as well. Asking the right questions, right? Using the knowledge, the learnings that you have acquired through all of these retreats, courses, experience, whatever, right? And applying that to your life, right? Um, it might be going deeper into exploring your soul journey with this person and the soul contracts between you, right? What were the agreements that were made before this lifetime? What is this person experiencing at a soul level, right? In front of you, this might be happening. But what is behind that that behavior, that even that thinking, even what he says he's feeling, like there is so much more, right? Um, so, I mean, again, you could name any situation in life. And the point is... Um, spirituality or our spiritual knowledge, any of the tools that you have picked up, any of the learnings, any of the awakenings that you have experienced in, again, retreats, uh, healing sessions, um, these amazing explorations and so on, are meant to be integrated, applied to your life. Okay. Um, and really, if you're still spinning around in life or it's very separate where there's this like huge contrast between, oh, my spiritual life and this, you know, wonderful spiritual, whatever, setting community, this, you know, that I'm experiencing and this other part of my life or this other life, um, then it, it really shows that you're not truly integrated you're not fully integrated your learnings if you're still kind of spinning around if if there's still things in your life which is like the big questions which are like such a mystery um or well i don't know if you're going back to this autopilot this this old programming right um then if there's any part of your life that is not working you don't have the awareness if you're not applying all of that knowledge to your to your life, then it's separate. And the ironic thing is spirituality is meant to be the glue. It's meant to be the 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 umbrella, the the thing that you know pulls together and holds everything together. Um, it's the very opposite of separate. Right? So um And look, I mean, I'm not saying like we all have to be perfect. Our lives have to be like so in place um, that every area is working and therefore, you know, um, it's not like that at all. Of course, life is, is a journey of continuous growth. Um, but those times where you get kind of, where you maybe forget who you truly are, um, you know, what, what, how long does that last? What do you do? Do you have the self, do you have the awareness, first of all? And then do you have the self-management, right? Are you able to, um, again, apply yourself, right? Um, and, and again, it's, it's like me sitting down to do this 
live video for you. Um, you know, just preparation. Like, it's not just, okay, yes, there's the mental preparation, right? I'm like preparing my notes, okay, um, you know, make sure I look decent, put in a little bit of effort, uh, make sure that, okay, like my mic is working and, and all of that. So there's that preparation. But I also do um, energetic preparation, right? And that's what it means for me to be integrating my learnings, right? So um, are you you know, when you have an issue, are you applying manifestation and law of attraction principles, for example, right? Are you taking care of your energy body as well? Um, you know, before I go to a club or anywhere where um, there'll be very questionable energies um, or crowded places where I know I may be more sensitive to picking up energy, like I'm making sure that I do extra shielding um, and I'm well inside out before I, you know, go, right? Uh, if, I mean, I don't know what other examples I can give you, but basically, like, any area in your life, right, there is the spiritual dimension that um, we need to look at. And if you've already learned this or you're exposed to it um, to some degree, then use it. If not, everything that you've learned is like wasted. I remember I had a conversation with um, someone a, a month ago and, and he said, he said, you know, for me, like spiritual spirituality is a matter of life and death. And there are very few people who actually see it like that, right? Um, you know, it, it's not, and, and I kind of agree, like it's not, it's not this Reiki workshop that you take or like, your yoga practice that you do um, or going to this really spiritual sacred place with this energy vortex and doing meditation on the top of I don't know where I mean all those things are great and fun and you can have you know divine amazing experiences right um, so go do it it's you know why not um, but it's really different when you actually embody it Right. So for me, I mean, having that awakening, um, I've told my story before, but that first past life regression um, session that I had, and then even the synchronicities that led me to that session, right? Um, how the past life regression and just that first knowing, true knowing, tactile knowing, um, authentic knowing, of my nature as pure consciousness, like, you know, um, kind of, let's say, expanding beyond the body, beyond my mind. I mean, nothing made sense, right? But then, no, rather, nothing seemed very logical, but everything made sense, right? Um, and how that, I mean, healed my depression, like, I, I was suicidal for years, okay, and I had long-term depression. It was the kind of depression where I had suicidal thoughts all the time, but I just lived with it, right, and lived with it very silently. Um, and, and, yeah, so anyway, just being able to, you know, heal from that, right, has, of course, enabled me to really embody this, 
right? Not immediately. Again, there is a journey, right, of learning, of um, growth, uh, and then, you know, embodying and integrating all of that as well. Um, so much so that I now practice this work, right? Um, but you don't need to be a practicing this work professionally um, to live integrated, right? If you're uh, a yogi, a yoga instructor, I know that there are a lot of yoga instructors who um, watch my videos. And I mean, how do you take... It's everything on the mat. Everything that's happening on the mat is a metaphor for um, life. And um, how do you extend the those learnings, those perspectives and that awareness off the mat, right? And, and I'm not... a yogi or yoga instructor but uh, that is a clear example because that is how I approach um, anything that I learn <laughs> right um, and of course we may not resonate with everything right uh, but the truth is it doesn't really matter what it is that you pick up it, it's about you right and I'm sure you have heard and seen um, people who have done a freaking million <laughs> courses, workshops, trainings, retreats, like, you know, but um, they're not living it. Um, and you may not need a million retreats or a million experiences, right, um, to have that kind of complete and, like, holistic fulfillment, the kind of peace, right, Um peace about life, peace about death, um, peace no matter what's happening in your life, right? And I think, for me at least, it's most crucial, I, I think, um, all that I've learned is most crucial and most useful or beneficial when things are shit, <laughs> when things go wrong, when um, there are challenges and obstacles and things don't make sense um, in life, right? The physical stuff doesn't make sense, right? And you sit there and you're like, why? You know, I felt or I thought I made all the right decisions. I did all the right things. I tried to, you know, be a good person. Why is this happening to me, right? And I think most of us have gone through those moments, right? Um, but it is those moments that present the biggest opportunities for us to, well, you know, if you've learned Reiki, use your Reiki skills, right? If, um, if you've learned how to do intuitive readings, do that, right? If you are um, an avid meditator, meditate, right? Um, and I really want to say, like, If you've already been for so many of these, you know, retreats and, and all of this, like, don't run off to a retreat the, the, the first, the, you know, the minute something goes wrong, right? Like, use what you already have. There's no point learning more tools and gathering, you know, or, 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 or taking up more of these courses and doing this stuff when there's still that gap within you, when, you know, you've not fully embodied your learnings, um, because you're going to continue searching, right? Um, 
but that's also why I have designed the program. Um, you know, why, you know, not why, but like, how do I say this? Um, this is why, let's say, <laughs> the intuition program and the channeling program that I teach now um, is so important to me um, because it's not about getting more tools. Um, yes, you learn a method and a process, but it's about becoming the tool. Right? Such that you don't have to rely on all of the tools. You don't need complicated systems or cards or um, to memorize, uh, I don't know, different archetypes or, you know, learn how to do complicated calculations. Um, you don't need birth dates. You don't need a photograph of someone. You don't even need to be in that house or space to tune in and um, look deeply into why it's not being sold or can't be sold. This episode is brought to you by the Soul Intelligence Intuition Program. The program is for wellness practitioners to develop a reliable divine connection they can authentically trust and to understand intuitive messages clearly by becoming intuitive readers. Application opens only a few times a year to a select few. So if you want to be among the first to be notified, get yourself on the waitlist now by visiting www.soulintelligence.sg. Another thing uh, I think that I've, another thing I've noticed and I've observed as well is, you know, I was talking about how when we encounter all of these challenges and difficulties and, you know, are you only just looking at the physical data to make your decisions and your choices, to brainstorm, to figure out how to, you know, resolve your issue? Um, or are you like looking beyond, right? If knowing that we are more than just physical is not enough, knowing that we're all energy beings and that everything is energy is not enough, right? And if everything is energy, I mean, like, money is energy. Um, it, you know, what are, like, some of your, let's say, attitudes, right? And some of the beliefs that you hold um, towards money, right? So if it's something, again, very separate, where, like, oh, money is this thing in the material world and um, spirituality and is about doing good and doesn't involve money. It really shows that you don't understand energy. Uh, and we're not here to be miserable. <laughs> uh, yes, some souls do choose a life um, of where they want to experience the things that come with being impoverished, okay, a life of poverty. That is a different story, but I would also say like it, it there it's only a few souls in the in the grand scheme of things who choose um experiences that are related to that and choose a life of poverty. Okay. Uh more likely it's connected to past lives where you've made vows of poverty, like vows of poverty. Um it could be um uh, you know, a, a curse, like a, a 
let's say, negative energy that has been uh, sent to you or your ancestors, right, from the past that's still, like, being carried through the ages because it's energy, right? And if you understand energy, it can happen. Uh, things that defy the solid physical world is happening. <gasps> so it's, you know, are you going to use this knowledge and this understanding as an edge in life? Okay, um, or remain again a muggle a robot in the matrix and like it's just easier to kind of look down this is meant to be here to help you uh understanding your true divinity right and reminding yourself of that every time a situation in life seems impossible to solve and i don't know about you but i've been in i think most of us right we've been in situations where it just like it, you just think it's the end. Like, there is no way you're going to get out of this stuck situation, right? Um, those are the situations where you need to apply more than just... Because the thing about the physical world, material world, the so-called solid 3D world that we can hold in our hands, is that it has its limits. <sighs> but energy doesn't have limits. It's infinite and boundless. Um... So, yeah. So when these things happen, do you, you know, what is it that you do, right? Um, another thing that I've uh, observed um, is just many um, of us, uh, light workers, you know, um, witches, <laughs> energy healers, um, you know, we tend to kind of isolate ourselves, kind of fall into this hole and this hibernation and try and like shut out the world um, when things go wrong. Um, and I mean, some of us can isolate for days, maybe weeks, months, right? And you probably all know someone like that where they suddenly emerge three months later and it was like, oh, I was going through something. Okay. Three months later, oh, I was going through something. One year later, yeah, you know, I was going through something, right? Um, and this is the thing, like, understanding oneness at a really deep level and how we're all connected also means that you start to reach out and stop operating in silos, right? Or by yourself, isolated, right? And I mean, this is a huge lesson for me because I my default is, is to just cover and, you know, cover up and like isolate myself to, to an extent because I'm really introverted. Um, I'm an empath as well. So, you know, I feel most comfortable actually when I'm on my own um, especially when I'm going through something right but I have also learned and you know and can't find the word now um, it's like the word benefited but it's not the word um, I have perhaps gained <laughs> so much from learning to receive help, from reaching out to others. Um, and I realized that in the past, the problem was not 
other people who couldn't support me. Um, yes, one was perhaps I didn't reach out, but it was also because they weren't always the right people. They were not people who really understood, who were really as connected as I am, who um, had similar values, similar perspectives, um, who were aligned and integrated as well, um, you know, who could share and support me without any judgment, right? Beyond just the cliches, oh, let it go and, and um, you know, <laughs> there's so many of these cliches that really drive me nuts because when it doesn't come from an authentic place, it's very different. It's very different to say, oh, let it go and, oh, I know this is my life lesson, uh, you know, <laughs> Versus actually knowing that, feeling it, experiencing it inside out, right? Coming from an authentic place. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, having the right support, the right tribe, as they call it, uh, of like-minded is really, really important in helping maintain, let's say, um, it's, it's part of being aligned, Right, it, it's like they say, like if you're trying to quit smoking or something, like why hang out with smokers? It is not gonna help you. Um, and they may be amazing people, but and they have helped you get to where you are now, but they may not be the right people um, that represent you now anymore, and who you want to be and where you're going. Right? And the only thing that's constant in life is change. Um, and, you know, the uni there, there is a universal law of, of um, beginnings and endings, right? Every beginning has an ending, every ending has a beginning, and it goes on and on and on. So it is really not the worst thing in the world uh, to be discerning, to draw boundaries, to curate the closest people who you choose to be the closest people around you, okay? Um, and really important to have the support system because when things go wrong, wrong, right? When you're experiencing challenges, you need the right mix of people with you and the ones who are also going to remind you who you truly are, the ones who actually understand that. Um, uh, and yeah, so... Yeah, um, so yes, this, this having the right support system is, is something that has been invaluable. <gasps> Perhaps that was the word that I was looking for earlier. Um, it has been invaluable to me and I really didn't have it f for the longest time. I think it's only in recent years that I've now built um, and again curated my life such that I've, you know, and again, it's it's an ongoing process, but um, it's part of me living aligned, embodying my um, spiritual knowledge, my essence, my knowing, all of my learnings. Um, yeah, and I think um, I've been really, really blessed because <laughs> uh, a lot of the people who are part of my my so-called tribe um, are um, the students and clients that I've attracted 
um, to me as well and I'm attracted to my work so um, I it's really been win-win because it's not just them who has you know a support system with each other but I have them too um, which is amazing because I felt uh, lonely for most of my life like nobody understood me I felt really different I felt really alien um, since I was a kid like I didn't feel like I fit in anywhere and you know I put out a post recently on feeling culturally different but it wasn't just culturally like I felt different inside um, and I didn't understand why and I think a lot of people on this path feel this way right um, but this is the thing, you don't have to be alone or suffer alone or go through everything alone or only have muggle friends who will just tell you the same old thing which you know already but you need more and you need something deeper and you need other kind of support, right? Um, people who you can trust at a soul level, like we need people like that in our lives. Um, this helps us, again, stay aligned. It helps us um, keep going on our journeys. It, it, yeah, it, it's, I mean, if this just one of the tips that I can give you, like, we really need this. And it's, if you think that your journey by yourself on your own is already great and you're finding you don't need anyone um, and you're, you know, strong and independent and all of that, um, which... I am too, I think, <laughs> and I've always been. Um, but if you already think life is great on your own, it just multiplies when you have and are around the right people. Um, and for me, spirituality is also about, about that. Um, about let me pick my words let me, <laughs> let me just organize my thoughts a little bit I think it's also having the right support system and reaching out because part of reaching out is you know reaching out to the living angels and the guides and the signs around you and for me that's part of the whole process of, of, of gratitude as well because it, it reminds me how lucky I am to be able to have this and reaching out for help and it's, I don't know how to explain this. You know, uh, there's a really uh, well-known, I don't know what, it, it, like a, I don't know if you call it a parable or a story, an anecdote perhaps or a, um, I don't know what the word is, short story with a learning. Okay, let's just put it that way. <laughs> Um, and I think I just saw it, like I heard it when I was a kid, um, but most of you would have heard this before, but I'm going to say it again because it's such a good one. And because I, I think I saw it on TV the other day, like one of the characters brought this story up again. Um, but basically if you, and there's so many versions, but you know, the message is the same. So if you had like a man hanging off the, off the edge of the cliff about to die, um, and he's hanging there and he's... You know, and this, this, let's say his friend says, give me your hand, right? He's going to die if he doesn't. And he goes, no, 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 leave me alone. You can go because God's going to save me, right? Um, I have, you know, strong faith. He's going to save me. So friend walks away, saves himself, leaves the situation. Um, and then comes like 
I don't know, um, a helicopter or something, right? Um, and and the guys, you know, lower the rope and say, look, you know, grab the rope and <laughs> grab the rope and, you know, we'll save you, we'll take you to safety, blah, blah. Right? And the guy says the same thing, like, oh, you know, I have faith in God. God's going to save me. I'll be fine. Um, you know, and then, like, there's a third person perhaps that comes, right? This time... Uh, I don't know, maybe it's like um, some special forces team or whatever, right? But like an even more impressive <gasps> um, rescue team comes, right? And he says the same thing, right? He's like, I believe in God. I have so much faith in God. God's going to save me. God's going to help me. So, um, you know, let me be. I'll be fine. Okay, so of course, eventually he slips off can't hold on for any longer dies um and then meets god right and and then he cries and says oh god you know why didn't you save me you promised i had so much faith in you i believed in you and you let me die um i think most of you know how the story goes but basically god says look i sent like a friend i sent like the helicopter i sent like the special forces team and whatever um and you refused all of them Right? So I think very often when we isolate, when we choose to isolate ourselves and handle all of our issues um, alone, right? Um, it, it, it's a choice. It's a choice to stay separate, stay disconnected, right? Because, yeah, uh, there are helpers and guides. There is support around us on our journeys you know, throughout our journeys. And it's, again, you know, if you connect it, then you learn to really recognize the signs, the divine angels and guides. And they don't always appear like a helping hand. They don't always appear, you know, like a helicopter, whatever. Like, sometimes they are people who we meet in life that we least expect it may be a book maybe a piece of music that is given to you a poem um it may be someone introduces you to a new concept or idea or course or whatever right um and so it's it's about really being aware and open and perhaps this part of the video seems like I'm going off tangent, <laughs> maybe a little bit, um, but for me, it's all part of, of, of embodying spirituality and, and staying aligned. You know, I think we are really here to live, and for me, spirituality is about, about being here, first of all, and living the highest expression of ourselves. Um... Yeah. So, you know, people always say to me, um, oh, you know, <laughs> it's it's so funny. Like, you're so um, practical, even though you believe in all of this weird stuff, right? But you seem so normal. And, you know, really, sometimes I want to ask them, like, what, what is it that you expect me to be looking like? Some green alien and... Or like some, I don't know, dancing in a skirt barefoot, like some hippie, like, I think, 
even if you chose to dance around barefoot like some hippie, um, it doesn't matter um, um, if that's how you embody your spirituality. But for me, I'm practical because to me, energy work, uh, understanding our non-physical selves is a practical thing. It's a fact of life. And we might as well understand it and use it right? Because it's all around us, it's happening anyway, right? And the fact is, if we only look at the physical world and the physical data, again, it has its limits. We can't solve and understand everything. We can't, like, to be able to go deeper, we need to understand this unseen world and what's hidden, what's beyond. Um, To be able to overcome what seems impossible in life we have to go beyond life beyond our bodies and our minds right so for me this is a really practical thing and um for that second group of people that i highlighted at the beginning of this um video right if if you are the other one right if you are the kind who you go so far so deep when you come back you feel like Oh my God, I'm so, it's so hard to cope with life because I want to be there, not here. Well, we're here for a reason and we're meant to be here. Uh, and simply, you wouldn't be here if you were not meant to be, right? And you may have these amazing lives on other planets in other, you know, other, um, what is it, life forms. Oh my goodness, this is irritating me. Hang on. Yes. Um you may have connections with energy that is beyond, you know, mind-blowing, that it's so hard to let go of. But again, if you're here, you're meant to be here, right? And that journey, that experience, that connection is an experience to teach you something, to help you learn something, to bring special energy back into this life, here and now in this body. Okay, and you can be sure that your consciousness that's over there um, has its own um, path as well, right? So it's really important that whatever spiritual journeys and experiences that you do, if you want that fulfillment here and now, you need to be here and now. And whatever it is that you learn, um, you need to be able to apply to life. Okay, You need to be able to apply to the questions that you have about the universe, about life, but then the day-to-day things, right? Because that's all amazing, all the macro stuff, but sometimes... What really matters are the things that are closest to us, right? Our day-to-day. Like, how do I apply this to um, issues that I may have in my relationships? Um, struggles that I have with my kids. I don't understand them. They're growing up. They're becoming teenagers, whatever. Um, this, these issues are, you know, feeling small at work. Being suppressed, um by i don't know colleagues um feeling you know not valued right and yes there is the psycho emotional work um that you can do 
But beyond that, there is also that spiritual aspect and dimension. And if you're already exploring these things, make sure that it's something that you can apply to your real life. It's not meant to be separate. Okay? Just think about it. If spirituality is all about oneness, about the divine, about divine connection, um, about wholeness, it's, it's meant to help you um, navigate, experience, and live life in a holistic way. Right? And holistic, for some people, may mean mind and body. Holistic, for someone else, might be um, just all of my different body parts, physical body parts, looking at it holistically, all together. Right? This is level up. This is physical, mental, emotional, Spiritual meaning your spiritual body, right? Um, but then what's beyond that, at the soul level, the soul perspective and the soul view, which means you go beyond just your spiritual body, your energy body here, right? But you transcend time and space. Okay? So going beyond. Um, yes. So, don't see any questions here. Um, so, um, I will conclude here, just to let you know. Um, my Soul Intelligence Program, um, it's a program that helps you really develop this divine connection. Hey, and again, remember, I'm really practical. Um, this is really for you if you like structure and practicality, okay, and you want to be able to apply this, um, apply what you learn to your life, to the here and now, to the day-to-day -day things, right, and beyond, right? Because remember, I mean, having this divine gift, if you don't know how to use it, if you don't know how to apply it to your physical and material life, to things like your, you know, money, your career, your, like, work life, your family, your relationships, um, then it's no use. Then it's a waste of a gift, I'm sorry to say, right? Um, but yes, so if you wanted to develop your intuition, your divine gift, your divine connection, um, you want a structured methodology, okay, um, enrollments are open now, right? Please send me a direct message and um, I will, yeah, you know, get in touch with you. I'll send you more information. Um, I may invite you to book, um, to apply or to book a suitability call. Thank you so much for joining me. Bye. Whether you are on your commute, walking your dog, running errands or just pottering around the house, I am so grateful that you're taking the time to tune in. Now, if you're curious about what goes on behind the scenes, I am on Instagram as well. And if you have any questions about this episode, feel free to send me a direct message there. Now, if you found this podcast helpful, please share it with a friend and hit the subscribe button.